We're in the same room looking at each other with our eyes. Ugh, sorry, I just uh, I couldn't speak. Your eyes are too beautiful. We have some of the best follow-up I think we have ever gotten. Ever? Ever? Yeah? Uh, do you remember last week when we talked to your sister, Ashley Truge? Who's that? Your sister. And we had Art <laughs> from Mrs. Soup on Twitter about uh, calculators. Calculators. Because for some reason, checks didn't catch on. No, for some reason, no. Uh, it was some of the best artwork we've ever received and gotten. And then... What what are calculators, Brian? They are a serial that we developed with uh, James Thompson of PCALC fame to do a fun serial tie-in bit with uh, with our podcast. Specifically, it is a serial that a calculator would eat. Yes, that is the most important part. We received from Kate Matthews on Twitter, at uh, RHL underscore. Uh, she made beautiful, amazing rendered versions of that art. It's honestly so incredible. And seeing her hand draw our logo that I designed is a highlight of my whole design career. Isn't it beautiful? I mean, look at that amazing hand-drawn artwork of your logo along with... A banana Mike Hurley. A banana Mike Hurley. Big Mike Hurley as a banana. It is shocking to behold, truly. This is some good cereal box design, too. Look at the way it's laid out. Yeah, honestly, everyone needs to go take a look at this. Uh, Go follow her. That's at RHL underscore underscore. Oh, two underscores. Isn't it two? Uh, you, let's see. I oh, you know what? It is a slightly longer than usual. Under I, you got it. You have a much Things better eye for cutting than me. Setters, no, <laughs> it's an M dash, but it's not. It's an underscore. Wow, that's that's a good song, babe. Where'd you uh, Where'd you get it? I call it an underscore. Underscore. Okay, so we have uh, this amazing box art from Kate Matthews. Suddenly, out of nowhere. James Thompson of PCALC and most important meal fame. <laughs> yeah, our podcast is, I think, what he's actually known for. Not like being a featured app on the App Store. <laughs> Just from, from the, his appearance on our very important podcast. He's totally not the developer of one of the most prolific apps ever. Uh, he took that rendering and threw it into PCALC on the About screen. You can make it rain cereal boxes on the PCALC logo. You can throw it. You can toss it onto your table in AR. It's truly mind-boggling. It's just wonderful. We, we've talked about how amazing this about screen is on the show already, but wow, is it a thing of beauty to see something you joked about on a podcast thrown into a 3D game. Yeah, honestly, wow. <laughs> and then, so James cranked up the AR algorithm for PCALC and uh, made it look so realistic that he was able to just pick up the box off the table. Just kidding. He totally printed out a version of the box and made it, which is actually more impressive in my opinion. Which also I really want to do. Kate, what do I have to do to get those high-res files? Because um, I want one of those boxes. Uh, I can answer your truth. Your truth. I can answer your question for you, Truge. Uh, those will be in the show notes. Uh, James posted those on Twitter so you can print out your very own P-Calc Calculatos box. Heck yes! It's amazing. Uh, Kate and James, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you, thank you for the best follow-up we have ever and probably will ever receive. 
Yeah, honestly, bless. I'm, I'm just, I'm so, I'm still so overwhelmed that any of this happened. I'm also still stunned that we were on the featured page of Overcast for like a full week, maybe even more than that. Yeah, it was a while. Marco, thank you so much for featuring us. That was truly one of the greatest things ever. If you're a new listener from that feature, thank you. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're really cute and weird and I love our show a lot. <laughs> and uh, so we've peaked and uh, that's as great as we'll ever be. Well, I mean, we can continue to be greater. I mean, we have. I think we'll only become great once we expand to our asmr branch no no in the pre-show truge was doing a whole bunch of asmr stuff with our uh, a whole bunch of our uh, topic which is uh in rappers and it was infuriating to me and it made me physically ill and i hate asmr so much even just now i went to go pick up the granola bar and brian gave me this look like total betrayal this dirty dirty look of i am the audio editor do not make me listen to that crinkle crackle i want to talk about oh wait hang on um how dare we brian what did you have for breakfast oh right that's how we usually start the show uh i didn't eat breakfast so the first thing i ate today was at Wegmans with you. So I think you should go first so we can be chronological. You talk about your breakfast you had at a normal time. I'll talk about my breakfast I had at a bad time. Okay. Well, today, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm on the National Slam Poetry for Boston at the Cantap Lounge. Um, and so we have been having our like weekly practices on Sundays. And uh, Simone Bobien, our coach, is like one of the best cooks I know in real life um cooks bakers what have you food food people food artists um and today for breakfast she made she always makes us brunch for these practices and today she made um what was it it was a potato caramel tart and like I don't know how to describe it it was just kind of like a it was a tart that uh, the crust of it was puff pastry. Mm-hmm. And then it was filled with these like tiny little baby potatoes. Um, and then over top of it was kind of like a sugary caramel sauce. And it sounds so weird. And it was. And it was just incredible. And then also I'm learning to appreciate the breakfast salad. Because also beside this, beside the little tart, was like just a a little salad with arugula and some roasted tomatoes and um, a little bit of Parmesan. And then just for dressing, like lemon juice and really good olive oil. And like, it's just the best. Like last week for this practice, um, Simone made, which I think is one of my favorite breakfasts to date. She made a garlic tart, which is puff pastry and kind of like a little like quiche style garlic like roasted garlic tart situation and beside it of course another breakfast salad i just am getting really (laughs) into the like the beautiful champion breakfast of a tart and a like really spicy salad that sounds amazing uh it was pretty incredible two things i've always envisioned a breakfast salad as bits of pancake french toast and bacon like tossed all together with like maple syrup or something. That is because I had to explain to you that a potato was not a vegetable. Okay. No, that's. Hmm. <laughs> salads have vegetables. Next question. I mean, salads can have. Okay. Uh, case in point, potato salad. Does it have any vegetables in it? It has a I, potato. I but... hate you. Okay. You got egg salad. You got potato salad. You got pasta salad. Salad doesn't necessarily mean leafy green things all tossed together. It can be any number of things tossed together. Just like love mayo. doesn't have to mean two people loving each other. It can just mean a farce of love for a podcast. 
is this really just a bit that you've been doing for a podcast, even though we've been in love for like four years? Truge, the theme song can't save you now. Truge, the theme song cannot save you now. I'm not editing the theme song in there. Brian, what did you have for breakfast? (laughs) So after you had practice, uh, we met up. I picked you up in a zip car, and we drove over to a new Wegmans. Uh, So for reference, we have a new Wegmans uh, across the river up north in, oh, where was it? Natick? Uh, Waltham? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, there's new Wegmans that we were able to drive to. I love Wegmans subs so much. So I And we thought, both come from a place that has Wegmans. Yes, yes. This is, I think, one of the first Wegmans around here. I think so, yeah. So we were able to reminisce in our uh, Pennsylvania slash New Jersey uh, wants for their delicious subs. Uh, we knew we had to go grocery shopping, but we also wanted to do like a special lunch thing. So we got a large buffalo chicken sub. And One of our favorite things to do when we go on Wegmans dates, which has only been twice now, but it will be more times <laughs> in the future, is we get a large sub to split and we kind of collaborate on the building of the sub. And that's why we're in love. As people in love, we have excellent skills at divvying up things at restaurants. Like if I want the fried chicken sandwich from the automatic, you can, you know, you can try it. So you want to get something that can complement that, that we can both share together. Sharing is being in love. Yes, that is exactly the phrase. Sharing is being in love. It doesn't rhyme at all, and that's exactly how it was meant to be. There's no something in team. Next question. So I had a buffalo chicken sub, a bunch of mac and cheese from the hot bar, and like this really cool sweet potato salad. Uh, hey, another salad with no greens in it. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, you pick that one out. Okay, but that salad had like onions in it. And, and potatoes. <laughs> and it also had vegetables in it. I mean, kind of, but it had sweet potatoes too. Wow. Okay. Anyway, it was great and it was totally not breakfast, which is very on brand for me. I have a breakfast podcast and I never have breakfast the days we record. <laughs> Speaking of recording, we are here to do an episode we've had planned for quite a while and that involved a little bit of prep, which was me going to the grocery store and buying lots and lots of bars we have here in front of us. How many? One, two, three, four. No, no ASMR. No ASMR. Stop the crinkles. Stop the crinkles. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how we can do. Nope. Okay. So, okay. New ultimatum on ASMR jokes. You can make the crinkle sounds as pertains to just holding them and using them. But you cannot do intentional crinkles. These are unintentional crinkles. Okay, that's fine. I don't think it's being picked up on the mic any, so it's fine. Uh, No, no, okay. No less than six inches from the mic can these bars be. No, put it down. That's six inches. Closer, closer, further, further. Closer? Closer? I I don't know my adjectives. No. (laughs) No, please. Oh my god, the the bar is so close to the microphone, and yet the crinkles are not happening. I am very grateful. Oh my god, oh my god. This is this is like in a horror movie when the killer like has the knife and is about to plunge it into someone's back, but no! Oh god, no. Okay. Okay, new plan. I handle all of the bars and only hand them to you once they've been unwrapped. Give me the bars. <laughs> Give me the bars. Thank you. No fair. It's very fair for me, the editor. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, Truj, what are we doing here tonight? We're being mean to our girlfriend who just wants to have a successful internet content creation thing. Which do you want it to be? ASMR or most important meal breakfast content? Most important ASMR. No, no. Next we will segment. N- we will not have... <laughs> 
<laughs> we will not have ASMR branded most important meal content. Unless you tweeted us that you really want that, then we can maybe figure something out for you. Okay, fine, fine. Patreon! Hey, our Patreon level will be weird $5 ASMR of Druge crinkling this RX bar. So we are going to try a whole bunch of bars. Granola bars, protein bars, granola bars. Did I say granola bars twice? You did. Oh, man. Okay, so we have granola bars, protein bars, breakfast bars, all sorts of bars. We have the Kind Bar, RX Bar, a whole list of bars that we're going to try and review just for you, our listener. Uh, Very inspired by Top 4, I believe. Uh, This is exactly what they do. So thank you, Marco and Tiff, for the inspiration for the format. (laughs) Except ours is called Top More Than 4. Well, (laughs) yes, we will have a Top More Than 4 of... Uh, we have like 10 or so bars here. I'm excited to try. So my thought was that we do the boring one as a control. Okay, fair. So let's go over a list of all of our bars that we have. We have our control, which is the only one I did not have to buy. I found it in my pantry. The (laughs) Nature Valley Crunchy Oats and Honey, which I think is the one everyone has had. We also have the RX Bar Blueberry. The Laura Bar Apple Pie. Uh, the Luna, was that Lemon? Yeah, Luna Bar Lemon lemon zest. Zest. We have another Nature Valley Chewy, that is dark chocolate, peanut, and almond. We have a kind bar that's dark chocolate, nuts, and sea salt. We have a kind breakfast bar that is peanut butter. I didn't want to do too many from one brand, but I think Nature Valley and Kind both have enough variety in there that it's worth sampling two of them. Agreed. And finally, we have... A cliff bar that is chocolate chip and peanut crunch. That is not the order we'll be going in, but that's everything we've got. And I honestly love that we're actually finally able to do this and the reason we're able to do this i want to throw out there is uh thanks to quinn rose who loaned us this very good in-person microphone equipment yes thank you quinn uh she has three podcasts solidly mediocre mixed feelings and corner of the sky you should listen to all of them even though mixed feelings feelings just ended yeah mixed feelings just ended go back and listen to them they are very very good and they were recorded with these mics which is really cool Which makes so much sense as to why we're having such mixed feelings right now. Yeah, we have so many mixed feelings about these bars. I meant about, like, our love. Oh, there's mixed feelings about our love? No, the theme song can't save you. (laughs) That's our next t-shirt slogan, the theme song can't save you. (laughs) Before we go into this, Truge, do you have any feelings about these kinds of bars? I f***ing hate breakfast bars so why is that i'm I'm gonna have to bleep you there you know i bleeping hate granola bars thanks for doing the editing for me i still have to bleep the first one though i'm not cutting that why not (laughs) i don't know i think it's funny now all of this is in the show now i have never hated anything the way i hate granola bars um so as a like fat person, I've been dieting ever since I was 11. Like from the time I was like 11 to 17, I was basically always sort of on a diet. And I think one of uh, our stints with Weight Watchers as a family, my mom would like give me and my sister Kashi bars because we were part of this like seventh grade nature program where we used to go hiking a lot. And so we had to pack lunches a lot. And like my mom was like, I work full time and your father works full time and we don't have time for this. And I totally respect that. But part of the like packing a lunch and being healthy packing a lunch was just like you put a granola bar in there because it's an easy snack. Like I'm I'm not critiquing what was done, but the granola bar that my mother would pack me was like a Kashi bar 
And Kashi bars are the worst. There's nothing worse than a Kashi bar because they're dry. And one of them told me I was ugly once and they killed my family. Okay, that's not true. They're still very much alive and probably not eating Kashi bars anymore. Does your mom still eat them? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. Mom, uh, uh, tweet at us and let us know. <laughs> Hi, Mama Trooch. Uh, so I'm going to get a text from my mom that's like, I didn't know you didn't like the bars. <laughs> I love you, Mom. We love you so, so much. Thank you for feeding our Trooch with good bars, or bad bars, apparently, but still bars nonetheless. They're nutritional uh, throughout 11 through 17. Uh, for me, yeah, I agree. There, There's always a stigma around uh, granola bars and protein bars as like things to keep you full and not eating other things that are less healthy. Uh, the two things I will point out for this is that I intentionally tried to not do that. Uh, I tried not to do Weight Watchers bars or Kashi bars because these are the more hipstery ones. To that... be fair, Kashi bars are not necessarily weight control bars. Oh, really? The thing is that, like, so we used to do a program called Core. I don't think that it's, like, in the Weight Watchers program anymore. But the whole idea behind it was that, like, you could eat... Instead of counting points for everything, you had like a smaller amount of points per day and you also had like you could basically eat as much of like certain food groups as you wanted. Like you could have as many vegetables as you wanted per day. You could have as much like brown rice as you wanted a day. And the thing about Kashi bars, like it it came down to like how much the food had been processed, like foods that had been less processed were okay to eat in the core program and so like kashi bars were the least processed granola bars similarly the reason i've been trying a lot more granola bars and these kinds of things is that i go long times without eating like earlier today i didn't eat anything because i knew we were going to do like a lunch thing and that became a dinner thing later on in the day so i've wound up uh going long stretches of time where I don't eat anything because I'm saving up room or something for later in the day. Uh, which means like I I'm trying to find something that's both portable. I can just keep in my bag with me to, uh, to munch on if I know I'm not going to be eating for a little while and also to save a little bit of money because, uh, I've, I've gotten a whole bunch of cliff bars, uh, one in each flavor for work so that I can try a whole bunch of them and see which ones I like and one to invest in a big box in so I can keep at work or keep here. And I can always just have to, uh, to munch on if I know I'm not going to have anything for a little while. Yeah. I mean, granola bars, like, I guess a lot of people like these little guys. I just think that like they the idea behind them is a little misguided because like, I mean, they're really good to get like quick protein and protein's super good for you and it fills you up and it makes you, it makes it so that like you can put off eating for a little while, but most of them also have like either as much daily sugar as you're supposed to have or twice as much daily sugar as you're supposed to have. And like Americans tend to eat more sugar than is recommended anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the biggest deal in the world, but also like, I don't know. I feel you that. Know? Yeah, no, they're definitely, like everything in America, there's so much sugar in there to make them more marketable, even though there's kind of like the faux marketing promise of, this is granola, this is healthy, this isn't cookies. Like, that, that's basically their marketing slogan, this isn't cookies. But like, <laughs> most of them like are though. Yeah. we're go- Okay, we're going to get into this. I yes. think we should go over the criteria we're going to use for these. I think we should talk about texture. Mm-hmm. Like how crisp or brittle they are mm-hmm. or like bendy and like doughy they are. Mm-hmm. We should talk about like flavor overall and we should talk about how cookie they are. How cookie they are. I really like that 
that metric, how cookie they are in terms of like, these are going to be sugary snacks to keep you full throughout the day. So how much they feel like an actual meal versus how much they feel like a cookie. Uh, Brian, we're going to need waters to cleanse our palate. That is a good call. I was about to do that. I will get us water. Uh, while Brian's gone, I'm going to do some ASMR. Nope. So what do you say we start with our control, which is the one that everyone has had before and is my least favorite, but it's the one that when I think of granola bar, this I mean, is you can't I say it's your least favorite until you've had all of them. I, I've had a few of these and I like all of them more. I can't imagine them being any worse than this. This is the Nature Valley Oats and Honey Crunchy Bar. Oh my God, it's so dry. Truch just dumped all the crumbs out from the thing onto my plate, and boy, is it crumbly. So what I will say about these is, like, I just really, really love these bars. Really? Every flavor of them I've had, like, especially the peanut butter one, is really good. I think the reason I like them is because even though they're crumbly and dry, the texture reminds me of a pie crust. Yes, I will give you that. And I love pie crust and I actually so I just emptied out all of the crumbs from the package because I wanted to take a look at it this bar in its entirety is half the amount of sugar of most of these bars that are on the table really and like you know it also has like probably a third of the protein if not lower than most of the bars on the table I promise I won't do this for every single bar because like <laughs> nutrition facts are are not what you come to most important meal for but like I don't know I just feel like it's a really well balanced bar and like I especially feel like they're not too sweet. I feel that. They're not too sweet, but for me, the dryness outweighs literally everything else. I can't stand how dry they are. Uh, It takes so long for me to chew through it, and when I'm done, I feel like I'm not done. My mouth is so dry. Uh, I like the flavor. It's mild, and it's really genuine. It is quite literally oats and honey, which I appreciate, but I still can't... Like, if I ate this at work, I would have to clean off my desk, like scrub off my desk. Yeah, that's for sure. It's a messy bar. Um, The texture of it is incredibly dry, but I'm into that. I think it's crispy. And the flavor is unassuming. Uh, How close do you think this is to a cookie? I feel like it's far away from a cookie. I think it's very cookie, given how sweet it is. Really? Yeah. I've never had like an oatmeal cookie that is like that crispy. I'm not talking oatmeal cookie. I'm talking Chips Ahoy. If this had chocolate chips, I would confuse it for Chips Ahoy. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I like it. I, if I had to eat it, I would. I would. It'd be fine. But I almost want to finish this bar, but we have so many bars to get to. We have so many bars. I now know what top four goes through every time they do an episode. Wait, you- are you picking the order? Well, I. I think that's patriarchal. Uh, I think it's. Oh, I just dropped one. <laughs> you just threw a granola bar on the ground because you're so upset with me. No, no, that's not true. I think uh, I chose it because I am the sound editor, and I, if I give you any of these, you will go into ASMR mode. <laughs> so I want to. So I think we have our like uh, standard. I think we should go more non-standard. What would you like to do next? I have been looking at this Luna bar all like since you bought these like a week ago. 
Let's try the Luna. And one. the reason why is because this one is a unique flavor. I've never seen like a lemon zest flavored bar. I love lemon flavored things. If so, that's part of the thing with this is that I got a whole bunch of bars that I, I want to get a wide range of flavors. So there's the traditional like oats and granola and honey and things. And if they offered a weird one, I got that. So that's why I got this uh, lemon Luna bar. That's why I got the blueberry RX bar, things like that. So first impressions, I haven't eaten this yet. Um, I've never had one of these before. Me neither. The texture is chewy because you were able to bend it without like a, a sound. It looks like a Rice Krispie treat. This smells incredible. Ooh, like a lemon tart. Yeah. Okay. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. <laughs> we said that independently of each other. We can shut this competition down. This is the winner. Hands down winner. Already? Really? This is such a tasty bar. I'm sure it has so much sugar in it. This has less sugar than the other bar. Fascinating. Wow. Because it's very, very sweet. But I think that's just the lemon talking. I love this. It's got like a frosting on the bottom that's kind of like a lemon frosting. Um, And then it's kind of like a Rice Krispie Treat texture. So it's not as moist as a Rice Krispie Treat. It looks like a lot lot like a Rice Krispie Treat because it's like rice grains all puffed up together and then baked together. But honestly... I'm not too much of a fan. I feel like the oats, the rice themselves are bland, but then the only thing that gives it any flavor or moisture is the icing on the bottom. And I like it, but this is far from my go-to when I want something of this flavor. You're a fool, Brian Hamilton. This is a delicious bar. It's delicious, but compared to... I've had a few of these already, and what I look for in a bar is not this. Although I do think that the lemon flavor shines... Very, very strongly, even though it's just in the frost. Do you think... No, I'm going to try something weird. I'm going to try to just eat the oats because my hypothesis is that all of the flavors in the icing. Yep, all the flavors in the icing. The oats just taste like oats. That's why I love it and why I don't love you anymore. So how much is this like a cookie, Truge? I think that's... um. I wouldn't even put it on a scale to cookie. That's like a Rice Krispie treat. It's like a a fun treat. It is a Rice Krispie treat, yeah. Uh, To me, a Rice Krispie treat is a lot sweeter throughout rather than just at the bottom. I feel like I have to do a lot more work in the chewing (laughs) to to make the lemon flavor more pronounced. I just think that flavor-wise, that one was one of the more unique. Uh, What's next? I think we should do the Kind Bar, which was the most ubiquitous for a while. I'm looking at these two kind bars I have now, and I'm realizing I don't think either of them are the canonical kind bar. Oh, because that one's kind nuts and spices, and then the other one is the kind breakfast bar. Yeah, these are both, like, kind's thing is that you can see all of the ingredients in it when you just look at it. Well, we'll have to do a follow-up. Yeah, we'll we'll toss another one in in another episode. But here we are, uh, the kind nuts and spices bar. So similarly to the uh, Luna bar, it's a bunch of oats and things on top with a layer of frosting on the bottom. The texture is kind of weird to describe. It's like, um, because there isn't like a, an odie texture to this because it's just nuts and like spices and whatever. Uh, it's kind of like, imagine if you made a Rice Krispie bar, but with nuts. Exactly. It's very, very chunky. This is the dark chocolate nuts and sea salt variety. No. Ugh. <laughs> no. Do I have to meow noises out? No. Bad bar. It is not good. And this even has like the most chocolate. 
of most bars. Yeah, this definitely is the most chocolate of any of these bars. It's I like, guess maybe this is just a holdover from when I used to eat those Kashi bars. I hate when they just put nuts, like whole nuts on the bar and you're just supposed to like crunch through them with your with your with your outside bones. <laughs> outside bones, outside bones. Don't, Don't forget, forget your teeth, teeth are just outside, outside bones. bones. Thank you, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So this is, yeah, it's basically trail mix, but solidified together in a bar with some chocolate. I don't like it. If you have a really good trail mix recipe out there or a really great trail mix recommendation, I'd love to hear it. But like, I no. Where do you stand, brief little tangent, where do you stand on the idea of trail mix? Trail mix reminds me of being in seventh grade and being on Weight Watchers and not being able to eat anything delicious when I was on the hikes that I didn't even like in the first place. This sounds like a miserable experience for you. Are you okay keeping continuing to try these bars? <laughs> you know what, Brian? I'll do it for the podcast. I love you so much. Uh, how much is this like a cookie? I give this a like inverse cookie. This is a, this is the farthest thing from a cookie possible. And let's just take a, a quick survey. True, just the nutritional one of us. She'll understand things on labels and have to tell me to eat vegetables in my meals. You know, this has very little sugar, but that doesn't redeem it in my eyes. I think we should just do the next kind bar to get it over with. Yeah, let's do the next kind bar. I've had these before and I like them well enough, especially with the flavors, uh, which are a little bit more interesting and uh, like enjoyable. Oh, this is another two bar boy. I thought it was one big thick bar, but it's two uh, thinner bars a little bit. Uh, like Good for sharing because you don't want to eat a whole one because kind bars are gross. This is the kind breakfast bar, peanut butter. It's got another really dry texture. It's like a cookie, but it's not like wet when you go to like uh, crack it open. This reminds me a lot of a Cliff Bar. Yeah, but it's it's still less wet than a Cliff Bar. Still too dry. Yeah, I feel like I'm just chewing on this thing forever. It looks like fake vomit. that Like prank vomit. That's a pleasant image and one of my least favorite things you've ever said on the show. <laughs> But I agree. It's like, it's thick. It's, what is this binder? Because everything else has been like, okay, you can see the ingredients and then you can see the binder. But like, is it, is it like straight peanut butter or some sort of peanut butter cream? Black magic. Black magic. So they use black magic to bind all the nuts and the peanut butter together. It's okay. I would eat this in a pinch. Like this isn't something I would just reject like the uh, kind nuts bar. Keep it away from me. All right. So uh, this is not like a cookie. At so all. far, Luna Bar on top, everything else on the bottom. Nature Valley Bar, okay. Yeah, I'm amazed at how much more I like that than the others, given that that was my least favorite going into this. I think I need a I need a morale booster. Can we try the Lara Bar? Yeah, let's do the Lara Bar. I've never had a Lara Bar, but uh, it's this is another one, I think, in the upper echelon of Cliff Bars, RX Bars, and Lara Bars. It's definitely up there as like one of the premier bars out there for hipsters today. I've never had one of these. Me neither. This is apple pie flavored, which I'm excited about. Are you proud of me for my flavor selection? This is weird. It's not bumpy. It's kind of got the texture of a fruit roll up on the outside. Yeah, it it looks like a candy bar. Like the most like a candy bar of any of these. It looks like mostly chocolate with some bits inside. I, I f*** this. I heck with this. Thank you. I like the texture a lot. I do not like the flavor. I was going to say the flavor, I really appreciate that it really tastes apple-y. It's really hard to get apple flavor in something because apples don't really have a flavor. What? Of course so, they have a flavor. They taste like, like this. But think about it. It's kind of like when you when you juice an apple. You kind of have to juice something else with it to make it apple juice. Like when we used to do juices at my house, we'd juice an apple and a potato 
together. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. We went through a juice phase where, like, you know, in order to make apple juice, you juice apples, but you also, like, kind of can't just juice apples. I had no idea because there's apple juice, right? It's not... But apple juice usually has other stuff in it, too. Well, yeah, but that's because it's an American thing. They add high fructose corn syrup and, like, artificial flavorings and things. But, like, when you juice an apple, you don't get apple juice. I don't like the chunks in this. They are surprisingly unpleasant. Yeah, I think the more I eat this bar, the more I don't like it. I like the first bite. This is not like a cookie at all. It's more like a candy bar than anything else. I don't even know, but like, what does that mean, right? It's like, what kind of candy? I don't know. The Texture-wise, it reminds me a lot of a Mars bar, almost. I've never had a Mars bar, so I wouldn't know. It's like this, but it also, like, the flavor is what's throwing me off. This is the only one where I've tried it and wanted to try another flavor. Because I love the texture and the composition of it, but I don't know if I want a fruit flavor. I don't know. I still don't like that. I still don't like that anywhere near as much as I liked the Nature Valley bar or the Luna bar. Interesting. Interesting. We have the two big ones left, but before that, I think we should try the other Nature Valley, which is a chewy one. Oh yeah. I don't like those ones as much, but let's try it. These are the, so at work, uh, these are the only ones they have stocked that are chewy. Uh, when I first started working at my new job, uh, they have a whole kitchen that we talked about, uh, last episode with Greek yogurt, but, the bars they had in stock were only crunchy or this. And for me, like I said before, I don't like to have to clean up my desk every time I do uh, a bar. So I wanted something chewy that wouldn't flake all over the place. This is what I've been eating a lot of lately. Uh, Nature Valley Sweet and Salty Nut, Dark Chocolate, Peanut, and Almond. And right off the bat, we have another uh, layer of chocolate on the bottom. I guess this is like when they manufacture these, they uh, do a pool of chocolate at the bottom and then dump the nuts on top. So it like solidifies together almost. Well, I think it's kind of like when you have these bars, you need to have like, um, they want you to see everything that's in the bar. I think that's kind of like what it's about. Exactly. There's, it's like a marketing thing to be like, hey, you're eating something healthy. Did you ever, did you ever have a bar called a kudos bar? Yes. Oh my God. Wait. Yeah. They were M&Ms and things, right? Yeah. Like when you think about those, they were covered in chocolate so you couldn't see what was inside of them. Also, I loved those. Me too. Oh, I completely forgot about those. Do I don't think make they them? make those anymore. I guess not. Well, a follow up or try to find them next time. Okay. This is the only one where salt has worked for me. Okay. I eat my words. I really like this bar. I think it's a little too sweet. I think so too, but to me that doesn't that doesn't bother me so much given how salty it is. Like it needs to be sweet to combat the salt of the nuts. I don't know. I mean, this is this is really tasty. This is really desserty actually. Like I feel like I could actually eat this as a dessert and it would taste like a real cookie to me. I think this is really like it's not like a cookie in the aspect that like there's a there's no like carby thing to put this together, like the cake of the cookie, if you will. Um, but it kind of tastes like a like a magical cluster dessert. I believe this is a dessert. I agree. It feels like almost a turtle to me. Uh, it reminds me a lot. Of, well, to me, this is the most like a cookie in that when you chew on it, it's easy to chew. Uh, there isn't so much resistance as like, this reminds me of like a soft cookie you would get from, I don't know, famous Amos or something. You know, this one doesn't have a lot of sugar. Really? Given how sweet it is. It's got half the amount of sugar as like Cliff Bars do. I guess that's the thing that really surprised me. Cliff Bars are really high in sugar. They are. Yeah. They're meant to be. Do you want to try that next? Yeah, let's do it. So Cliff Bars are my favorite. I, (laughs) 
I have a note in bear that's uh, Cliff Bar Extravaganza. When I went to the store last week, I got one of each flavor of Cliff Bar so I can decide which one to invest in a big box of. They are by far my favorite in terms of textures and flavors. Uh, True, just bending it in half now to break it open. And it's like, it's like a sponge almost. It's super, super chewy. I like these, but they have a certain like quality when it hits the back of your palate that I just don't enjoy. And I can't put into words what that is. I agree. It's like a weird aftertaste that I think has to do with the binder because it's it's not a flavor in the forefront. It almost reminds me of like artificial sweetener. Like if you've ever had like stevia, it kind of has like a a flavor to it that you only taste in the aftertaste. Which is weird given how much sugar is in this. Why would they like, how could they have this much sugar and still taste like a sugar substitute? To illustrate, the bar that we're eating right now is 20 grams of sugar for an entire bar. Is that a lot? That's a lot. It really, really is. Compared to how much for, say, Hidden Valley. Let me look at that. Hidden Valley's like three grams of sugar. No, Hidden Valley's 11 grams. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. That was 11. One of them that we just ate was like three or four or Interesting. five grams of sugar. Interesting. Cliff Bar is my favorite in terms of texture, and their flavor selection is quite wide. They are the bars that taste the most like the things that are in them to You me. know what it is, though? It's what? because I think this has organic brown rice syrup in it. So it's kind of like a syrupy aftertaste. I think that might be what it is more than actual sugar. Interesting. That makes sense. Uh, what do you think of... So this... What flavor is this? The chocolate chip peanut crunch. Yeah. And just to say, because like, I know that I, I went through all of the Cliff Bars that Brian got because I was so surprised that they were so high in sugar. And like one of them is like 22 grams of sugar for a bar. I would like to read a segment for my Cliff Bar extravaganza. Nope. White chocolate macadamia nut. Light, pleasant, sweet flavor. The nuts and the white chocolate chips give this bar just enough crunch for an ostensibly chewy bar that there's texture without it being a crumbly mess. Sets the bar high. Pun intended. Wow. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, yeah, this is this is probably my favorite so far, if not for the uh, which the the Luna bar. The, I get them mixed up. The Luna bar that was the lemon. I like that a lot, but texture wise, this is still my favorite. You're just wrong. And next we have the big boy, the one I've been most anxious about and the one that I know Truge is the most opposed to, the RX bar. I've had one of these once and I like heckin' hated it. So RX bar, it's this is the brand that has uh, on the front three egg whites, six almonds, four cashews, two dates, no BS. Which confuses me because and it's the blueberry, blueberry flavor. flavor. So <laughs> where are the blueberries? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Hang on. The, I think legally they can put that on the front because of oh, what we ripped through the ingredients list. Hang on. Uh, before we bite into this, the weirdest textured bar yet. I have to say it does smell really good. It does it smell smells like very much like blueberries. Dates, egg whites, almonds, cashews, blueberries, natural blueberry flavor. That's the entire ingredients list. So they're, they're banking on like a certain brand of health healthiness that, you know, when you eat this bar, you want something that is cl- like quote unquote clean. This is also the most expensive of these bars. I, you can tell that they're really going for a like brand here. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. No. <laughs> Actually, no, this is okay. I feel like I'm chewing gum. It is sticking to my teeth and I hate it. It's so difficult to chew, but there's not much flavor for how difficult it is. It's really confusing. Oh, and it's got that like, oh, I hate that aftertaste. It's like, um, it tastes like, I, so I used to eat, wow, this is just like an episode of going through all of the weird diets that I was on when I was like a 
adolescent and teenager. This reminds me of Weight Watchers used to have a bar and like, or no, 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 actually it was an Atkins bar. Um, cause those like, I don't know. I just, I ate those a bunch and like those have this really weird aftertaste and that is what I'm tasting from these. And I know that it's like only like all natural ingredients. So I'm sure it's something about like the almonds and the cashews and the dates like together that's making this weird aftertaste, but I hate this. It is so sticky and it makes me want to crawl in a hole and never come out. I need to brush my teeth immediately after this. Oh, I need to floss. So this is the big trendy expensive one. I would never spend the $2 like 2 how much 2 or 3 dollars that this was compared to the dollar that almost everything else was. I guess we can say goodbye to our RX Bar sponsorship. Yeah, they've been sponsoring a whole bunch of podcasts. I'm so sorry, RX Bar. I wish I could like you. I love your branding. It's still really great. If you want to give us money, I'll like your bar. Oh, man, this RX Bar is delicious, man. This I is so... love the way it sticks to my teeth. I love the blueberry flavor, even though there's new blue, no blueberry on the front. I love the way it tastes like a fruit roll-up, but bad. What do you do with your four cashew allowance, Truge? cry (laughs) that was a little bit of uh spec work for you rx bar please get in touch i am at brian hamilton on venmo thank you very much we have a media kit available no we don't oh we should have a media kit though okay truge uh your top bar of these bars uh luna bar obvi uh for what reasons it's tasty the texture was good and it meets my criteria of like not being ridiculously high in sugar for me, it's still the Cliff Bar. I love the texture, how easy it is to chew, yet still feels like something satisfying to crunch on. A surprising runner-up for me may be the Chewy Nature Valley Bar. I, I think my main thing about these bars is texture and how easy they are to chew, given how compact and dense in nutrients they need to be. Making something that is both chewy and nutritionally dense like this is probably difficult, given why so many of them are crunchy. I think next for me is just the regular Nature Bar. Really? The Nature the, Valley Bar. The the Crumbly Boy. You know, I, I really liked the the non-Crumbly Boy, but I think I like the Crumbly Boy more just because, like, like especially if you're going to drink, like, like if you're going to have this with your coffee or you're going to have this with a, like, glass of water, then I don't see any trouble with, like, the moisture level of the bar. I disagree. I want something that I don't need to, like, like a fine bouquet of wine. I, I don't need to, like, sip something as I'm eating it for me to enjoy it properly. That concerns me. What do you think is your least favorite bar? My least favorite? It's probably going to have to be the RX bar. Yeah, honestly, same. That was so bad. I'm really upset about that because, like, I am a sucker for hipster branding and, like, trends and the RX bar. Well, like, their their whole mission statement is pretty cool. Like, that it's no BS, like, no extra, like, chemicals and all that kind of stuff. I just can't with that texture. Me neither. It's so, so difficult to do. Um... But, like, I'm sure if you can get past the texture, I'm sure it's worth it to have those nutrients in your body in this form. And, I mean, it is 12 grams of protein. I think that might be the most of any of these. Yeah, this is the only one that's explicitly labeled as a protein bar. Because even the um, Cliff Bar we had was only 10. That's still pretty good for how flavorful it was, though. I feel like there wasn't much flavor in the RX bar except for, like, the intense blueberry scent. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very reminiscent of blueberry flavor, right? Because there are blueberries in it. Mm-hmm. I just, mm, I'm such a texture person. Me too, me too. What are we going to do with all these extra bars? 
donate them to charity. <laughs> I think we we should put these all into a plastic bag and then bring them to work and munch on them as little snacks. You know what I think I'm going to do, though? What? I think I'm going to take all of the bars that I liked and just put them in a bowl of milk and just leave them there for several minutes and then eat them like cereal. I hate you so much.